0: What are you, doing oh. there on there? you hey, what up Andres dude I was just uh, getting lost in some Spanish thoughts you know oh yeah got a lot of pensamientos
1: well oh, uh, I was over there thinking a little bit too I got a question for you see if you can't help me out let's hear it what are your feelings as far as drinking and using liquor as a lubricant to accelerate language learning maybe making friendships I don't know that's just what I was pondering over there that's a, that's a good uh, that's a good question Andres. What? Um, interesting that you asked me that
0: right now, because I think that liquor can be, and casual social drinking, can be absolutely a huge leg up uh, to be able to use that as a real way to bring language learning into your real life. Let me explain. Sometimes when you only learn Spanish or whatever language in a more academic, a little bit more formal sense, you know, in a classroom, sometimes it's a little bit harder to have that as a usable skill in your own life. That's why I think using a new language and practicing it when you're out at a bar having some beers with friends, or even inside just having a beer and like hanging out, it can be the perfect way to bring that into your actual social life and be able to use that as a real skill. And I think it will be so much more applicable and a lot easier to remember and use it in other circumstances once you've used it around your friends in a real social situation. Hell oh, yeah, man! Hey, can I cheers to
1: that? Absolutely! To sharpen up our language skills. Let's Twenty eighteen, Miller Lite, not Jack Daniels, but it's all right. It's a close second. <laughs> salud, salud. Pues si tuviéramos unas mouse
0: unas venga, macho, joder.
1: Esto va a ser un poco complicado. En la ventana no me está molando nada. Hay que, pero hay que Hay que hacer una recta, vale. Yeah, con es. ¿Y ben, idea.
0: So I have another question for you, Andres. Oh, uh, and this goes back to a previous job that I had where I'd have to speak. With people from different Spanish speaking countries, you know, maybe from Peru and then from Argentina and then Mexico and then Spain. Right. So, when you're speaking to people from different countries in Spanish, would you try to adjust your accent and some of the vocabulary you use to match
1: their dialect a little bit more? So, all right, this is a multifaceted answer. It's actually a pretty big question. And if you're someone who speaks, that language quite a bit and then gets around quite a bit on top of that, you're going to encounter this issue, to call it something. And my immediate answer is to say, no, don't try to adjust, at least not intentionally.
0: Well, you had a really good point. Do you do that in English?
1: Uh, right. Earlier, you were telling me that at one point you kind of change the way you pronounce the double L's because we're making fun of ourselves that we yeah. can hardly say them the right way anyways. Yeah. But then in Spain, they do it one way, like the J ja, a little bit, whereas in Argentina, it was SH. Yeah. Right? And we would never do this in English. If I if I picked up the phone and heard a Brit on the other line, I wouldn't go like that, dude. I All of a sudden, go. I recognize that you're from Britain. So I'll now... make it easier on you to understand. <laughs> do you understand me now? Now the words are clearer. <laughs> So yeah, I, that seems like a bit of a douche move to do it that way. <laughs> but I completely understand why someone would do this if it was your second language. It's almost like you're, the whole time, you've been learning it to kind of like accommodate the other person, to draw them in to understand you. Whereas your first language is just like this gift that's been bestowed to you. You take mm-hmm. it for granted so mm-hmm. much. So my initial instinct is to mimic the first language and not try to change it too much. Then when I think back, the truth is, when I was working in construction, after already living in Spain, picking up a Spanish accent, I completely watered that down to nothing and inherited the, the Mexican accent. Mm-hmm. So, when I was working with them, I got rid of the, and so on and so forth. I mean, I think it's also especially important with uh, certain
0: vocabulary, maybe oh, more yeah. so... Than even the accent because I mean if I'm speaking with someone from Mexico I'm not gonna use the word coher because that just has a totally different meaning yeah. versus the accent I feel like it would be a little bit maybe condescending ah. mm-hmm. to try to speak like they you know to speak <laughs> I'm not even gonna do an accent to try to speak like they do assuming
1: that you're making it easy for them yeah, um, yeah. that's All a right. good point words definitely if they change meaning uh, between countries go ahead and uh, yeah Always that one I would that. think maybe pay more attention to. Alright, okay.
0: uh, I got a new one for you Andres. What's us it.
1: El que no apoya, no foya. Oh yeah? I've heard a little something something. El que no recorre, no se corre. Venga! Salud macho. Salud. Vamos a por otro, eh? Que buena esta Miller Light. Bah, que buena. Mucho mejor que el puto, uh, joder, como
0: se llama? Ma'u. No, 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 no No, la Un poco que no pasa nada si es un poco largo y
1: lo corto y ya está. Pero a la tercera pregunta que quería hacerte, Mike, why is it exactly that you even got into learning languages in the first place, or a language for that matter? Um, well, learning a second language, I think, is
0: obviously apart from the one big thing that it is to be able to speak that language and be able to communicate with people who speak that language. I think more than anything for me, it's kind of a uh, it's a way to calibrate my ego. I think I, I think I mentioned this earlier, uh, because l- speaking a second language, I'm constantly having my ego inflated by being in cool situations where I get to like show off what I've learned and I get to tell a funny anecdote and have a bunch of people laugh. Yeah. But at the same time, you're also constantly <laughs> Having your ego knocked down a notch too, like you'll use the wrong word, or you use, like, you either just the wrong noun, or the wrong tense, or the wrong agreement of gender between masculine and
1: feminine. It's so, so it's so funny that something so small can actually take a notch out of your ego too when you're speaking a second yeah. language, right? Like if you were to do that in English, it would. I wouldn't give a shit. A I second. wouldn't even think about it. Would, but nor I mean, would you even recognize it? I,
0: I would hardly even recognize it, and I'd, I'd have to wait for the next person to be like, "Oh, Mike, you made a mistake." I'd be like. Oh, I just probably glanced right over it. Versus with a second language, you just think a little bit harder about everything. But again, you're constantly feeling better and then feeling worse. So it puts you at a very comfortable, called the Goldilocks zone, right in the middle. Yeah.
1: Right in the, that, the that nice middle area. Fertile ground for growth as far as language goes. Exactly. Well, I let like, me ask like you the... that. So why do why do you speak other languages, Andres? Dude, I've got a ton of different reasons. Honestly, I've, I've been really fortunate to have a lot of relationships be it friendships more intimate closer ones where somebody speaks a foreign language and that has always been enough to inspire me into doing it but the most important relationship debatably in my entire life is that with my grandma and honestly that was one of the main catalysts to get me into Spanish she's Peruvian mm-hmm. and I always knew when I was little that she spoke a foreign language and like I knew it was Spanish but just the word Spanish it meant mm-hmm. nothing to me and I I recall telling her, she's in America, learn American. I was one of those little kids, but then again, I was in (sighs) elementary school, man. And as time went on, this is kind of a, a, hopefully a heartwarming tale and not too too sad, but my grandma, or no, my, my aunt got Alzheimer's and she started wasting away. And as she regressed, she started going, she relied more on Spanish. They both were fluent English speakers because they'd lived in the States for so long. But it, yeah, it just shows that the thing that's ingrained in you from,
0: from birth, that's the, it's so much stronger, yeah.
1: Yeah, for Their sure. native language. That shook me up a whole bunch thinking that there could come a time where my grandma would still be alive. I could talk to her, I could be close to her but the limiting thing would be the language, right? So I remember in high school, I chose to start studying Spanish with that being one of like my main, but quiet motivators. Yeah. And then there's lots of other reasons. But well, I do mean, let say me say
0: you- one other huge one is like your girlfriend, for example, Eula, She is German, so you learn German. Yeah. Or like when we went to, when we, uh, we traveled to France together and that was what you said, one of the main reasons you wanted to learn French was to be able to speak it there. So it can be totally utilitarian, but I feel like It's a little bit more dependent on, rather than like physical reasons, it's like more like relationship-based reasons. It's more based off individual people, you know? Yeah. Even though like when we lived in Spain, I still needed like a a really personal relationship to kind of push me over the edge. And that was like what I found in you Mm -hmm. was like even though I was living in Spain, it was like, yes, that, but also the personal relationship because you need a, a way to use it. You need a person to be able to speak it with
1: yeah no that's that's a really nice conclusion because i think that's the main point it needs to be personal yeah so if, if it's not there already i wouldn't force it but if you really want to learn a language and um like anchor it down to something make sure that your reason is something that speaks to the heart yeah it, it worked for me it worked for mike yeah
0: that's right and i've got right. one more uh i got one more brindis i got one more toast for you oh yeah ready for it let's do it Hey, Por Sifo. Por, si <laughs> por si We're not gonna explain that one, but you can look it up if you want.
1: No, I think I have one with, for you yeah? too. Yeah, oh, let's do let's, let's do it together, man. Uh, pa arriba. Pa arriba. Pa abajo. Pa, pa, pa dentro. Centro, pa pa dentro.
0: dentro. Venga. Anyway, y'all, that's hey, been one a one nice. A buena, es la puta verdad. We hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, short episode from Joe's Cuties. Anyway, we're going to be back with season three coming up so, so soon, so stay tuned for that. See you guys. Tos giddy. y huevos.